The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Subscribe to Inclusion Revolution Radio, wherever you get your podcasts. Something you probably do know. Progressive can not only offer you a great price when you bundle home and auto, they offer you round-the-clock protection. Something you probably don't know, the average garage door is made up of 1.3-millimeter aluminum panels. Something you probably do know, your neighbor likes to tinker with his dirt bike. Something you probably don't know, a runaway dirt bike can take out your garage door and a good portion of your car bumper. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive and get more than a great price. Get round-the-clock protection. Something you know for the things you don't know. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. This is Stacking the Box with NFL insider Matt Berteram and Mark Carmen. 31 to 9. If you had that before the game today, you are the only person in America slash the world that knew the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were going to get the Chiefs uh, and Patrick Mahomes and company were not going to score a touchdown. I got some thoughts on Brady and the Bucs that impresses me the most, but uh, how are you? I, I know this is not your favorite day of all time, even though you are at home at your parents' house watching the Super Bowl, which is not a bad thing, uh, but it did not go the Chiefs' way today. I'm fine. You know, look, it was disappointing. Obviously, you know, you're a fan of a team. It would have been great if the Chiefs had won and gone back-to-back. But I think it was oddly made easier by the fact that it was just so thorough and ass-kicking that it was like, well, they just weren't as good. (laughs) Like, just straight up. I mean – I think it's harder if you lose the way Seattle lost years ago, you know, like where you feel like, man, we should have won that game. You feel like you'll let one get away. The Chiefs just weren't as good as Tampa in this game. Like, were they as good over the course of the season? Yeah. But were they as good on Sunday? Hell no. They weren't even close. So I think if if you're realistic, and I always try to take myself out of being a fan when I do these things, look, the Buccaneers deserve to not only win, but to win big. They dominated the game. All these Chief fans who like to complain about the officiating, look, man, the officiating wasn't great. That had nothing to do with you lost that game. You got you got waxed from start to finish. You lost because you couldn't block anybody, which was the one way we talked about. Thought, man, if the Bucs are going to win, that's how. Well, that's how. That and the Chiefs making a bunch of mistakes combined for what was a great game by Tampa. Nine points, no touchdowns. An unbelievable job by Todd Bowles and company. Yeah, I mean, look, it was uh, at the end of the game. I'm like, you might as well get Mahomes out of there. The dude's getting killed. Yes. Like, like you might as well play for next season. And I think you know one thing you mentioned just Todd Bowles. One thing that really benefited the Bucks was the November 29th game and Tyreek Hill going crazy. 
and Tampa realizing that that's not the right way to scheme this team. And they did a phenomenal job, just an absolute clinic on uh, how to contain the Chiefs. I, n- nobody saw that coming to the level that it, I mean, th- we yeah. knew they were going to make adjustments, but this was over the top impressive. It was great. And you're right. You're right. If, if they don't play week 12, maybe that's the game plan the Bucks come out with. And it's a totally different deal. But you know what? Give them credit. They adjusted. The Chiefs didn't. Um, you know, I, Bowles was, was phenomenal. Brady really was nothing spectacular in the game. It didn't have to be. Um, he barely threw for 200 yards. But who cares? He didn't make any big mistake. He did have the one pick, but it got called back. Um, to me, the, when it's 31 to 9, the turning point is the national anthem. Okay, let's be real here. But the, I thought the turning point in the game, the Chiefs come out. Defensively, they're good early. They get up 3 nothing. Tampa scores. Okay. But it's 7-3, to three, and then – the Chiefs let the Bucks go down the field on him again. It looks like it's about to become 14-3, and they stuff him at the goal line in what would well, rightfully so be forgotten. But it was a great goal line stand in the moment. And the Chiefs get the ball. They hit Hill for a 14 and 15-yard completion right out of the chute. And then Kelsey drops a third down pass, hits him right in the hands. They punt the ball. They get a 60-yard punt, and Pringle makes a great tackle. They flip the field. Nope, penalty, coming back. And it was a penalty. They held him. Townsend shanks the punt. Bucks get great field position. The Chiefs pick Brady off. Now, I will say on that play, I thought that was a horrible call. To me, that is not a hold on Cerveris. I don't think it's really even close to a hold. But the call happens. The Chiefs then hold him to a field goal. Two effing guys are in the neutral zone. Could have called it on either one of them. Take the field goal off the board. Give them the ball. And then they score a touchdown. That, to me, was, in essence, the game, along with the fact that Chiefs couldn't block. I mean, you just – you cannot make that amount of mistakes in the game and think that you're going to win when you're playing a very good Bucs team, a hot Bucs team. It just wasn't to be. There there was a certain amount of arrogance that the Chiefs had in this game that is understandable when – you have Patrick Mahomes. You are the Super Bowl champions. Uh, but attention to de- Progressive presents today's to-do list for your cat. Take a nap. Meow till I get food. Get food. Walk away from food. Move to couch. See human. Give cold shoulder. Take a nap. Meow till I get your food. Your pet has a very busy schedule, so it's up to you to make sure they're protected. That's why Progressive Car Insurance covers your pets for up to $1,000 if they're ever in a car accident with you. Move to couch. Aggressively clean myself. Take a nap. Meow till I get food. Get coverage get- for your pets with any auto policy from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage for cats and dogs included with the purchase of collision coverage and subject to policy terms. Each other that you're talking about lining up in the neutral zone, e- even that call, like this is where I'm a little bit, I'm, I'm extremely liberal. Don't call that. It didn't impact the play. It's you, you're it's, it's, it's so inconsequential. I, that's not, it's not in the spirit of the game. I hate that call. The holding call was awful too, but look, Tom Brady and the Bucks have the football and you're down eight and it's the end of the first half. You're not calling timeout. No, that's brutal. Yeah, I, mean, I, that was, just, I didn't even bother to bring that up because I think at that point they were going to get plowed anyway. But, yes, that was Andy. Go to half, man. Right. I mean, Jesus, 14-6 after the way they played in the first. That, that would have been a victory. 
Right. And then you, and you're getting the football to start the second half, dude, you're fine. You're not desperate. Don't be this arrogant, whatever it was. And you want to call the first time out. Okay. I don't, I don't agree. It's third. And what was it? Two when one, you're going to call another one. I know. What are you doing? Dude, what are you doing? The Buccaneers were going to go to half and the chiefs. And listen, you know, and I'm going to say this off top because I know people are thinking it. I am not going to get into all the stuff with Burt Reed. I'm not. All I'll say is what happened is awful, and I hope that that little girl in the hospital gets you know her health back and lives a long, happy life. Okay. I don't know if that, if anything, played into it. They emotionally just seemed completely dead on arrival in that game. Just never had any. You know, they're a team that's very. I mean, Kelsey's always exuberant. Mahomes is always exuberant. It, there was none of that at all. They were very rote. They, they were very almost detached. Now, again, that could simply just be from early on in the game, they were just getting their, their just ball no. handed back to them and getting crushed. I, I, so that's why I'm saying I'm staying away from this because I don't know why. I'm not even – I'm not insinuating that that's because of the Britt Reed stuff. I just know people will go there with it. They just seemed very unemotional which is bizarre for a team that for years, that is like a calling card of that. Right. And I mean, you just brought it up. So, and, and I think you should bring it up and they're, they're talking about it all over the place. Um, look, everybody knows that uh, just to state the obvious here, uh, football is not nearly as important as real life. And so did it cost them the game? Well, you know, at the end of the day, who cares if it did? But so we, I think everybody understands that. But if if we are like trying to dissect in some pseudo psychological way, did did it have an impact? I don't know. I mean, I I would bet it did. It's his son who is in in an incredibly horrendous uh, scenario. Who's, you know, he's, it's, it's, uh, it's not the first time that he's had allegedly trouble with alcohol, all of it. So it's like, you know, it's a lot, man. It, there's, there's a, it logically, it, it, of course it had an effect. And at the end of the day, of course, you know, the most important thing is this little girl by a million miles. So I, but if you were, we're looking for stuff that's in there, but you know, just getting away from it, you, you, you can't win a football game if you're running for your life. And, and Patrick, Mahomes, he, his, he was pressured 29 times. It's the most by most pressures that, uh, that, that any Super Bowl quarterback has ever faced in the history of the NFL. I mean, he, so it was, they, they um, it was unbelievable. They were awful. They couldn't block anybody. And, you know, you know you're going to get the, the talking heads on Monday morning who are going to say Mahomes played terribly in this game. Mahomes, <laughs> Mahomes was unbelievable at times in the game. I mean, he, how many times did he extend plays and extend plays and extend plays, and he was halfway to the ground and he'd hit a guy and they dropped the ball. He threw two touchdown passes that hit his receivers in the face mask, and they were dropped. I mean, I don't know what else you could have asked of the guy. Right. I, I don't think people are going to be saying that. It looked like I, I mean, I tweeted out at halftime, like, dear Patrick Mahomes, can you please come and rescue us? Because we're literally doing nothing from a coaching standpoint, from a catching the football standpoint, from a blocking standpoint, and from a defensive standpoint. They're, ro- they're rolling down the field on us. Uh and he couldn't literally do it by himself. We learned that. But if you can't, if you don't block at all, even with the t- some of the talent around him, he can't do it all by himself. Uh, but look, the thing that the, the thing that scares me about this for the Chiefs, and and I'm sure they'll rectify their offensive line, but he's so damn talented 
that he's he can he's going to put himself in harm's way. He's such a competitor. And that's right. that's your biggest concern that, you know, I mean, look, the guy, I mean, he's getting cracked by three guys. He's, he's getting his body's getting torqued in all sorts of ways. Then you, you worry you're going to, you know, that he's going to suffer a serious, serious injury. So but let, let, let me just flip to Tampa real fast here. Um, you know, Tom Brady's not the fastest guy to ever play the position. He doesn't have the strongest arm. He's, he's maybe he's not the most accurate, uh, but his legacy of somebody who gets the most out of himself every single year, every single game, seemingly every single day. I mean, he, this is just like people lose motivation over time. And this dude just keeps going and it's incredible. It is incredible. It's it's incredible. Yeah. You know who, you know what I think of him? Because I've seen some people now recently say, well, is he Michael Jordan? Is he... You know who he reminds me of? He, I, I don't think he's Michael Jordan. And I don't mean that as an insult by any stretch. He's Bill Russell. Yeah. That's who he uh-huh. is. Yes. Right? Like, Bill Russell's the greatest winner of all time in NBA history. Like, Bill Russell, well, you might even know off the top of your head, what do you win, 9, 10 titles? 11 out of, 11 out of 13. Okay. And he and he's and he was obviously not as talented as Wilt, but he beat him. Now the Celtics had a better team, but but they but but Wilt also had Elgin Baylor and Jerry West. Some of them still couldn't freaking and but, and lost but, at the end. Yes, but, it's. But, I think but, I think this is a phenomenal comment by you. But it, he's Bill Russell. Bill Russell is not the greatest, most talented player, but he got everything out of himself. He demanded everything out of those around him. He's the greatest winner. Ever, right? Brady is Bill Russell. Like Jordan, like Mahomes is more Jordan-esque to me. Sure. Because Jordan would do things that just your draw drops. Like, oh my God. Like how Mahomes is like that. Like, I don't think people live in awe or fear of Brady's physical attributes. Or or like Jordan, not that he was like the strongest guy in the world, but you you lived in fear of Jordan's athletic ability to just annihilate you. You do the same with Mahomes. You don't do that with Brady. But you lived in fear of Bill Russell because you're like, son of a bitch, he's just going to find a way. He's going to win. He's going to find some way to do it. He's going to have some edge. He's going to make a great play in the big spot. That's Brady. That, to me, is – you could argue it anyway. So to me, that is how I look at those guys. I completely agree. I think it's a phenomenal call. He, he is the Bill Russell of the NFL. I mean, incredible talent, phenomenal winner, going to grab all the rebounds and going to make all the throws, whatever, however you want to break it, you know, basketball, right. football down. But, and, and it's just incredible. The longevity is incredible. And the, the will to want to do it year after, you know, you're, you're playing football. It's not like you're walking out and, and like, I'm not, I don't want to take anything away from anything. No, but you're getting go- beat up, man. It's, but it's you a, get the sh- the crap kicked you're out not of you. Pitching in baseball, right? You're getting the, you're getting knocked around. It, it's it's unbelievable. And the Gronk part of this was a was a nice little cherry on the Sunday for him. I mean, six catches and a um, couple of touchdowns. Fourteen touchdowns now in the Super Bowl. Brady and Gronk that that passes Montana and Rice by the way in the postseason. In the post, yeah, in the Super Bowl. Yeah, in the post. Oh, in the, post- in the postseason. Okay, in the postseason. In the post-season. I, I'm sorry. In the postseason. My bad. Yeah. An incredible job. Okay, Gronk comes out of retirement and was not Gronk of old, but was good. 
and was yeah. great in the playoffs when they need him. I mean, Brady just went out and beat Breeze, Rodgers, and Mahomes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are the three first battle of all famers. Right. He went, I get I get Breeze is washed up like Rodgers and Mahomes aren't. And it's just it's it's an incredible job. Give full credit to their defense. They played great down the stretch. I mean, to shut down Rodgers and Mahomes is just brilliant. Todd Bowles, all the credit in the world to Todd Bowles. They did everything they had to do. I don't think the playing at home mattered. They could have played that game at Arrowhead. I mean, really, it, who cares? That game, give them all the credit in the world for the way they performed, the way they played, the way they executed. Hey, I say this a lot, and I've said it on the pod before. Football is not a best of seven. It's a best of 60. You got 60 minutes. You know, if it's a best of seven, maybe the Chiefs come back. So, okay, we're going to adjust, do some things. Maybe, you know, now with the offensive line, I don't know. I don't know what they could have done, honestly. I really don't. But you get the point. In football, the Buccaneers just kicked their ass. They were just better. I mean, there's just no two. They were the better team. Just like two weeks ago, the Chiefs were just better than the Bills. And you watch that game and said, you know what, man? Those two teams could have played 10 times. The Chiefs would have just Introducing Under Armour's Infinity High Sports Bra. Its ergonomic design is molded to support the natural movement of your body. With cord-out padding, the better breathability eliminates extra bulk without sacrificing support. And quick-dry padding is Under Armour's fastest drying padding yet. When you're lifting heavy, running fast, and pushing yourself further than ever before, you need a bra that will help you go that extra mile and make you feel your best. Shop the Infinity High Sports Bra now at UA.com. On all 10 of those games. They could have played this game 10 times over, and guess what? I hate to tell Kansas City, you would have lost all 10 times. They're better. They, they, well, I would – well, listen, if you're going to protect like that, you're not going to beat them. And, and, right. I, and another thing, too, the Bucks way more physical. I mean, just absolutely came out there with – you talk about the Chiefs' mojo and their energy. The Bucks' energy today was incredible. I mean, they were – 100% all in they've and in Tampa, you know, just, you know, remember they were seven and five. They won their last eight games of the year. I mean, it, it's, it, it's an impressive finish. And let me say one more thing about Brady and it didn't matter. And the chiefs weren't going to come back, but late in the game, when the snap goes over, it goes through his hands and that ball's rolling around. It's like Kansas city's last chance to miraculously pick up a fumble, maybe you run it in, mojo changes, and all of a sudden some crazy comeback happens. Brady, this is a very small point, but uh, but Brady was did a great job of going back and just fell on the ball, didn't let it scoot out, was fundamental enough just to you know not do anything other than fall right on it, and then they kick a field goal. It, it mattered a little bit. It was 28 to 9. You pick that up, you get a touchdown, 28-17, you know. You're, 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 you're hanging around. Um, so. I thought to me the best part about Brady's game tonight was just the mistakes he didn't make. Now, you could argue that there, there should have been a pick in there, although even that was a batted ball. That wouldn't have been necessarily on Brady. He didn't make any mistakes. And I get Mahomes through two picks. Like, those were also batted balls that got screwed. You know, I mean, and he was just out there basically trying to make something happen for those two picks. The difference in the game was Kansas City took a million penalties and they couldn't block. And Brady was never touched and they didn't screw up. They didn't make mistakes. Ultimately, that was the game. 
and that's fine. Like sometimes that's that is the game. Like that's football. That's sports. Like if you don't if you don't screw up, generally you're going to win. If you're a good team, if you're talented. Tampa played as well as it could have. I've watched every second of every Chiefs game probably for 20 years. That was the worst the Chiefs have played under Mahomes ever by a wide margin. It's probably the worst game they've played in Andy Reid's tenure there. I can't think of one worse off the top of my head. It's got to be. I, I, it's oh. got to be the worst one. They just got plowed. Hey, that's yeah. it. Sometimes it's that easy, man. It really is. By the way, if you want more in-depth analysis on this, you can check out the Arrowhead Attic podcast as well, which you sat down with Patrick uh, Allen, and you guys have been doing a great job over there. Uh, Just a couple NFL points before we get on out of here tonight. Number one, let me mention this. January 2013, Verteram, the Chicago Bears were looking for a a head coach. You know who they interviewed? Andy Reid. Bruce Arians. Uh Arians really wanted the job. Wanted to embrace the challenge of Chicago. Didn't hire him. Bears GM at the time, Phil Emery, you know who he hired? They hired Mark Tressman. They hired Mark effing Tressman. Yeah, yeah, they did. <laughs> it's not good, man. It's not good. Second oldest coach to win a Super Bowl. Congratulations to Bruce Arians. Unbelievable. Well, well forgive me for and I don't I do not take this as a pot shot at you, sir, but it's it, it just it it's something I wrote about in my column. Like I get if you're a Chief fan, and I'm saying this because I know a lot of people who listen to this show are, so if you're not, forgive me for 30 seconds. But if you're a Chief fan, like be, like be hurt, be upset you lost the game. Be incredibly grateful that you've gone to back-to-back Super Bowls. You've hosted three straight AFC titles. you won one. Like, I'm sitting here, and I'm looking at the news this morning, and, like, the Bears are looking to give up a number one pick reportedly for Carson Wentz. And it's just like what – like, you could be in that spot. Or you could be like, right? You could be any of these other teams, and it's like, yeah, okay, great. The Lions got golf. Like, cool. You're gonna win five games next year, right? Like, I think sometimes there's something to be said for the gratitude of knowing that you're in a great spot and dealing with it and dealing with a setback. And you're right. Like, yeah, the Bears could add Arians, and. They could have Mahomes, whatever. We all know this, Watson, whatever. And now it's like they're going to go all in on Carson Wentz, apparently. Because they have to. I mean, it's like, what are their options? You've got – if if they were running it intelligently, you would move on from Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace. But you're not. So those guys are trying to win. you going to wait around and try to get Deshaun Watson? I would, but – I would too. You know, but they're but they're but they're not going to do that. They're, the chances of getting them are next to none, so they're they're not going to hope for three percent. Who's the best guy they can get? Well, Carson Wentz nearly won an MVP. He was great two years ago. Uh, yeah, he sucked this year, but that train was team was a total train wreck. I mean, what are their options? I, I get why it's happening. I mean, who who what what better play do they have out there? There isn't one. You gonna bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick? I mean, no, what do you do? I'll tell you what I would do though. I would I would go trade if if, if you're gonna go the route of the trade. I trade for Sam Donald. Okay, how much are you paying for Darnold and, and, and what the hell is he? You know, I'll tell you right now. I, I talked to multiple GMs about this like two weeks ago, and I, I said, give me an idea. What would you trade for him if you were in the market? And it ranged from maybe a late first to probably a day two pick. So let's just say, if you're the Bears, so let's say it's first-round pick. Okay. Like, 
He's 23. Wentz is 28. Wentz is on the hook. You're on the hook with Wentz for $130 million. Like, Darnold, you're on the hook for one year and an option. Like, I just – like, to me, I would take Darnold a million times out of a million and say maybe the Jets just sucks damn much. You had no shot there. Right. Beats out of Carson Wentz who got benched and then cried about it all, all the way through the end of the season, right? I mean, am I crazy? Uh, listen, I, I you want to you want to take a flyer on Sam Darnold? I'm fine with it. I think it's a better play than Wentz. But if you're the Bears, or if you're forget about the Bears, if you're Pace and Nagy, and you have to win this year, you have to. You got to. You know more about Wentz than you do about Darnold. It's Darnold's a bigger roll of the dice. I'm not saying it's wrong, but for, in their position. They feel at least mostly what they know what they're getting with Wentz, right? And they they don't feel that with Darnold. That's I mean that's why this is happening. And these idiots too. I mean they they you know this is also why it's happening is because they uh, you know they love people that they're familiar with. It's just why Foles ended up here. It's why Trubisky got drafted. All all this just insanity. Um, all right, couple other things here. I just just quick notes from around the NFL. I just, I figure we should touch on real quick um okay so the panthers by the way were bidding for matthew stafford do you believe that adam schefter had that report you see that i believe it yeah yeah i'm I'm sure that you know they denver washington indy yeah and the other nfl news is that the texas are continue to say they're they will not trade deshaun watson are you buying that what are your sources saying i mean my understanding is that they've just scorched that that relationship so badly, they are going to be up against it. They're going to have a they're going to have a tough uh, tough road ahead. I don't, I don't know I don't know how they regain trust. And then like they went out and fired like the equipment manager, and it's like what are you like what are you doing? I, like it's just it's so bizarre. But uh, sources in the league tell me that the reality is. They're, they're being run like a carnival sideshow. I had one source who's been in the league for over 25 years say to me, if Jack Easterby walked in front of my face, I'd have no idea who he is. I've never seen him. I've never met him. Had nice things to say about Nick Casario. Said he might be a little over his head, but thought he was a football guy, a good guy, cared about doing a good job. Literally was like, I don't know who Jack Easterby is as a human being, and he's running the entire franchise. Not great. Um, and that's kind of the echoing sentiment that I've talked to with people over and over and over. So it's, look, it's, uh, it's not good, man. I, yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if they just dug their heels into we're not going to trade them and that's it. But I don't know. That, that seems like an unrepairable relationship. We'll obviously be digging a ton into the offseason coming up here, so we can leave it at that. But let, let's just wrap up with uh, Super Bowl 55. I, I just want to give the NFL credit. I thought the pregame – was phenomenal um it there was just a a very uh i don't different tone i i I don't i don't exactly know how to put it but i i was in the fields before the game i thought they did a nice job um and look there i i know there's a ton of hypocrisy out there maybe they can't be trusted but they they're doing things differently i mean uh, you know, even even Roger Goodell's press conference this week, and they're talking about uh, hiring minority coaches. And he just, eh, you know, I'm disappointed that we only hired two. You know, I, I mean, they're 
it, it, there's no, you know, direct easy solution here. Right. But I, I do think the NFL is, is making some positive steps. You know what? I'll say this in the same vein. They played that whole season and didn't have to cancel one game. They didn't, and they didn't go into a bubble. And look, I get it. You want to sit there and criticize them about, well, you know, they, they should have, they should have had an extra week. Screw that. They did a great job this year. They did. Nothing's perfect. You're dealing with a ridiculously challenging and perfect situation. So anybody who wants to be a critic can just go out and be one because it's the easiest thing in the world to do is bitch about something and have no better solution. I thought the NFL did a great job. 256 regular season games, all the playoff games. And you know what? In terms of quality, everything, that season was as good as any. Yep. And it ended with Mahomes and Rodgers and Allen and Brady as the final four and Brady and Mahomes in the end. And the Bucs were a damn good team and a deserving champion. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. That year to me, as a fan and as someone who covers the league, from whatever perspective you want to look at it, that was awesome. They did a great job. And my hope is that next year, come September, we have full stadiums again. And we go back to having football as we know it. But, man, for the, all the challenges they faced, bravo to the NFL for the way they got it done. Yeah, and September seems maybe slightly optimistic. Hopefully we can get there. But I think Super Bowl 56, you're going to have a full stadium. And uh, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be great. And, and I don't – like at, in sports, I, I always want sports to take its, its fine place where it is in sports. Uh, but I do think – in, in the pandemic, there was – it did serve a, an extra purpose this particular season. It was a, it was a, a welcome – I'm not going to say needed – a welcome distraction for many to bring some normalcy back. I'm going to watch my NFL football team. And, yeah, I'm not hearing the crowd like I used to hear it, but you know what? I really can't tell because I'm just watching the field because that's what the yeah. camera's on anyway. And it, it was – they – the NFL did a, did a, a really – positive thing and the 7,500 healthcare workers in the stadium tonight. That was, I think what I actually did get in the fields now remembering it. That was, that was, that was a sweet, sweet moment. People on the, on the field getting honored. It was, it was, they did an, it was a great job, a great, great job for It's been a ton of fun this season, man. Absolutely. Appreciate having you on every, you know, having you on here with me every week. And uh, I look forward to getting into the off season. Now all 32 teams back at it. And I'll just close it out for you here. Well, you can jump in if you want, but we always end up the pod. Like what's going on in your life. You just got Derek Rose. He's a New York Nick. Tibbs yeah. is, I, I, I'm incredibly jealous. Tibbs and Derek back together again. So I, I know he's not the MVP, Derek. He's well past it, but he's still 14 and four and he's going to do more for you. And there will be, there's going to be a 50 point night in New York. So congratulations, buddy. You got Derek. I'm Rose. fine with it. They gave up Dennis Smith Jr., who's as valuable as I am, and a second round pick. He will play Austin Rivers' minutes. That's fine. He's better than Austin Rivers. So I'm good. He can he can mentor Emmanuel quickly. Uh, that dude could play. He was. I, I, he's he, good, that's man. A, yeah, he's a good player. So like, yeah. they lost the Heat today. It's a little bit of a bum deal. They won yesterday. Nice, nice, solid home win yesterday. Um, so, look, they beat the Blazers. All the, I'll tell you what, man. Damian Lillard, like, I don't see him very often. That dude is ridiculous. He is. He is <laughs> Steph Curry, but just in Portland. Tell, um, 
I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but tell me about how it was watching the game with your dad, even though obviously the game oh, didn't we go had right. Fun. It's the first time in 20 years we didn't want to drink Clorox watching the Knicks together. So it was good. It was good. <laughs> They've sucked an unmitigated amount for 20 straight years. You know what, man? Not winning a championship any day soon, but like quickly, Barrett, Randall, Robinson, like four young dudes who can play and they've got Thibodeau and they got, they got three picks next year, two in the first round. They got cap space. As long as we just keep Dolan locked in his office and take all of his his ways to communicate out of his hands. I think it's actually on the upswing. (laughs) I was asking how I was watching the Super Bowl and you went to the Knicks game. You guys have got, you guys are having all sorts of sports weekends here. I love it. I'm sorry. I thought you asked me at the Knicks game. You know what, man? Suck they lost the Super Bowl. Um, you know, 13-hour drives. Thir- Underdog Fantasy is the fastest-growing fantasy app and easiest place to play fantasy sports. Just jump on underdogfantasy.com or download the app, draft your team, and that's it. And if drafts aren't your thing, they also have a pick game where you can win 20 times your money in a single night. Use promo code RADIO, and Underdog will double your first deposit when you sign up with up to $100 in bonus cash. Deposit $100? Get $100 free. That's promo code radio. Terms and conditions apply. 13 hour drive. I'll tell you what, I don't regret it. It was great. I was, I had a lot of fun coming out and watching the game with him. It was, I, you know, unfortunately, you know, listen, as the game wore on, I basically started doing my column midway through the third quarter. <laughs> it was pointless. And I didn't want to work till 3 a.m., but oh, I don't regret it. No way. If I, if I knew the result, I still would have came out. Like, mm-hmm. it, you know, so no, it, it is what it is. You, when you invest yourself as a fan, you, run the risk of you, you might lose and that's okay. Like that's what makes winning so much fun. Right. Like, I don't know. To me, I know people, some writers and journalists out there who might say you should renounce your fandom because you know, that's what you do when you become a journalist. <laughs> that. <laughs> that I got into this because I love football and I got, and I love football because I grew up loving the Kansas city chiefs. So to me, like, look, it doesn't bleed over my writing and reporting, but man, dude, I love being passionate about it. Dude, Mike Greenberg and, roots for the Jets. Mike uh, Michael Wilbon roots for the Bears. I mean, come on, they everybody. They, Skip Bayless is a Cowboys fan, allegedly. Skip Bayless uh, is is not even a human being. I see. Yeah. Skip's Skip's had an unbelievable career. I, the guy doesn't get enough props for it. My guy Nick Wright, I believe he roots for the Kansas City Chiefs, and he had a he, he had a he had a sweet blazer that he was going to wear tomorrow, and that guy is going to eat a ton of it because he's oh been he's going to eat a godly amount. Yeah, tough tough time for him. He's been killing Brady and, and everything. So, all right, thank you for listening, to Stag in the Box. We appreciate it all season long. Please, uh, if you have if you have not, we'd love a comment and rating and uh, we will see you coming up later in the week as we get into the offseason congratulations to the tampa bay buccaneers your super bowl champion super bowl 55 the we're going family style deal because i want a bite of your big mac and i need some of your quarter pounds. i'll try your filet of fish there's a deal for every friend group at mcdonald's order any two classics for just six bucks price of participation may vary single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.